Hey everybody, I am fired up. I have David McWeeny, president of DMC Snow Removal Company here in Philadelphia area. Been in business for over 20 years. Took the business from nothing to a nice sized company. He is the leader in the snow removal business in the Philadelphia area. David, welcome to the den, my friend. Hello, thanks for having me. So let's just jump right into it. Tell us about yourself, your business, and what you do, David. Uh, my name is David McWeeny. I am the owner and president of DMC Commercial Snow Management here in the uh, Montgomery County area. What we do is a exclusive snow and ice management services for commercial clients. We used to do everything from, you know, anything that has to do with maintenance and apartment maintenance, uh, including snow removal. Once we started doing the snow removal, we, we saw how profitable it was and how much we could help make the industry a little bit easier for clients to navigate. I'm assuming you had some great years, some pretty crappy years. It's been pretty pretty steady um, going up. It, it really hasn't been any real knockdowns to, to say it, but it was. It, it's just been a steady growth for the, uh, the past 20, 23 years. And what about 2020? How's 2023? I mean, there wasn't much snow this winter, and now we're in the middle of July. Right. COVID happened. How's this year been? This year has been different, to say the least. But uh, coming off a of winter where we had just about one inch of snow in Philadelphia, it really put a lot of companies on the edge of how their business is built and how it's designed to accept a slow winter when there is no snow. Um, how we protected ourselves, for example, was we have a lot of clients that are a fixed client that does a, a seasonal price for snow removal. Regardless if you get one inch or 100 inches, it's the same price. And what that does is it helps the client keep their uh, expenses budgeted and capped and also helps us get revenue on winters such as this past one when it was a very, very slow winter. Yeah, so I mean, that's the nice part. If you think about it, I'd be one of those clients that said, hey, listen, send me up for the set plan because where people don't realize if you don't have a budget and you get a 100-inch snow, winter, it's astronomical, the pricing it's, of what you're paying. It's, it's devastating to small businesses. It is. Yeah. So I definitely agree with you on that. Let's talk about what are you doing to stay in front of your customers, your employees right now. It's the middle of the summer. Right now is where you start actually signing agreements for next year, right? They, Correct. This is a big time for you. So yep. what are you doing? We're doing everything you could expect. The social media, all the platforms, you know, the, the, the Google, just you name it, we're out there trying to get just brand awareness right now. So when it comes time to for them to pull the trigger on who to hire, they're gonna remember us and, and see us online and give us a call. People, are you getting leads right now in the summertime? Are people contact you? Is this a little different summer than the last year? The it's, last years? it's a very different summer in two, two ways. One, we came off a, a winter with no snow. So what that means to clients is our biggest month is generally March and April where people want to call and get new service. And the main reason is because the previous provider didn't do their job correctly and they wanted to switch. Because we're coming off of a winter with no snow, everyone did a great job. There's no complaints <laughs> because everyone did great. So that part has, has, has dried up where no one really needs a replacement. The guy was there, he's fine. Second part of it is the whole COVID thing. You got all our clients are commercial. So anybody that is in the commercial industry knows it got hit hard in March, April, May. So anything that we build over the winter is, if it's still open on the books, we're working with the clients to defer some payments to really help them you know, get through this together. Are potential clients coming back through the door or is that still kind of standoffish? They're trying to figure out, hey, what's it gonna look like 
in September, October, November? What do you think? We're getting some people coming in, but not what we used to. And I think the reason is is much more pressing business on people's books than what's going to happen six months from now. I'm think they're not thinking about snow six months from now. They think about how they're going to you know pay the bills for this particular week or month. How are you changing and adapting to that? Are you using technology? Are you reaching out? I mean, how you got? I mean, you can't just let that business decide not to use you. So, what are you doing? We're just again just just being out there, being in their face, following up. You know, we have you know email campaigns, social media campaigns, everything just to stay in front of them to keep. So you're relying on digital marketing really to keep your brand out there, brand awareness, and say, hey, listen, I'm giving you the multiple touch points in my funnel, hoping that you convert with me when time comes. Correct. Smart play on your end. What are you working on in your business right now, daily? Daily, it's it's really gotten slow, to, to say the least, where, again, the clients are not really digging out and, and reaching out to us to say they want quotes. Everyone's kind of just putting everything on the back burner. So what we're doing in-house is we're using that time to do the digital marketing and just really be relevant out in that space. What's your biggest challenge as an entrepreneur for yourself personally? My biggest challenge is is sometimes focus. Because I set my own hours, I, I take vacations when I want, it's very hard to dig down sometimes to say, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it this week and not just like, well, I'll do it Monday or oh, I'll do it next week. Or It's very easy to do that. So as an entrepreneur, you have to really just Decide what you want to do, come up with a plan, and stick to that plan regardless how unhappy you are having to go to work when it's a beautiful day outside. What's the most satisfaction part of being an entrepreneur for you? The biggest satisfaction is when you get a customer that has a poor experience with a prior provider, and we come in and, and, and wow them. And they write us reviews, they, they give us calls, and say, look, you guys really you know, really help us out, got us out of a jam. We're really happy with that. That really hits you hard and knowing that, wow, this is all something that, it's just what I'm doing it. This is, this is good stuff, you know. What should every entrepreneur, what should every business owner, what should two or three of their core focuses be on running their business daily? The main focus would be, you know, your family. How are you gonna provide for your family through your entrepreneurship? Um, everyone that's an entrepreneur, generally, this is their only uh, stream of income. So this is how they survive. So what they need to do is really focus on, come up with a plan of exactly where they want to be in one, two, ten years, and stick to that plan. And, and just, again, you have to be very um, on top of your game to know where you want to be and how to get there. What would you say your biggest success has been? Biggest success is, is getting some clients that you may have thought are out of reach, and you meet with them, and, and it's they're just like any other client. Just because they have a million dollar contract doesn't mean they need anything different than what a, a smaller client may need. So it's very rewarding going into something that you may think, wow, I'm just doing this for the experience. I don't plan on getting this. And then when it happens, you're just like, oh my God, this, I can do this. And it really gives you a big motivation of how you know, you're doing something right. If you're a young entrepreneur out there watching this right now, what would you tell them is a failure you're definitely going to have and embrace it? You're going to get a lot of no's. Um, years ago, someone had mentioned to me when they were, they were, I think they were a salesperson, what they want to do is they want to go out and find the no's. Get all the no's out of the way because it's law of averages. You ask 100 people something, you're going to get some no's and some yeses. So whatever that percentage is, get all those no's out of the way. Get all the failures out of the way. Be excited about the failures. When you cold call someone and they say no, in part you should be happy because the next one might be a yes. And you got to just 
work through it and, and know the ups and downs. Know that everyone isn't going to love you and, and work with you every single time. That's great advice. What advice would you give to any property management company out there, any small business owner that's looking for a snow removal company? What advice would you give them? What should the process look like? The process should be do your homework. Just because the guy is the lowest price in town usually means he's not the best in town because there are so many things that go into a price for snow management with the biggest being these um, insurance coverages. If you don't have the proper insurance coverages, this could kill you now, down the road, a year from now, two years from now, when a claim comes through, you're the property owner, you think you had someone to, to do the property correctly and they were properly insured. Two years later, you find out, hey, they didn't have any insurance and now all falls on the property owner and on their insurance policy. So the trickle effect of that is their rates will go up in coming years, and it's just it's just a, a world of things you want to avoid. So what you want to do is your homework and just get a plan together with the provider. What exactly are you doing? What kind of equipment are you using? What kind of products are you using? What is your turn time? What is your overall plan on this particular site? After 23 years in business, at a time like this, are you nervous at all? Or are you ready just to build? Are you like, let's F and go, let's build? What's yeah. your attitude? Ready to go, just waiting on the floodgates to open. Because it's, again, it's a funny year this year because everyone's kind of holding off to see what tomorrow brings, let alone six months. So I think when we get to October, November, December, when the news starts talking about winter and snow, people are going to start freaking out and they're going to start calling and want services immediately. Get us on the list today. What's your favorite part about digital marketing? What do you love? What don't you like? I love the analytics of it. You can put a post out there and you can see so much information about that post that you don't normally see. You like the data? I love the data. I love the data. It's, I love it. It doesn't lie. It doesn't lie. It shows you how many people hit it, how many people liked it, how many people didn't like it. It's, it's, it's a whole world of data and it's rewarding. You see, wow, I posted something silly and I got 300 likes. Okay, let me put something better and how many more likes can I get? And the goal is always, what is the biggest post you can put out to get the biggest return on that that, that information? Make something political, see what happens. <laughs> right. <laughs> so what what don't you like about digital marketing? Maybe not the return sometimes you, you, you think you should get. Like again, you get a, a hit on a 300 likes on this one, but you get 25 on this one, you're saying, what did I do wrong? And now you start doubting yourself, well, maybe I should do this and the other, but it's all, it's, it's the end game. You have to con- be consistent. You have to go for the long goal with digital marketing. You know, it's funny. I tell everybody, never look at your likes, never look at your comments, never look at your views, because if you look at everything as you see through it, you'll see such a small percentage will comment, will, but right. you can actually see how many people actually saw it, touched it, yep. and that brand awareness is so huge. You know, I actually got an inbox from someone Yes, sir, I love what you're doing. I want to do more videos like you. Can you call me? Pretty big company, right? They've been watching my stuff. They've never left me a comment. They've never left me anything. And that's where, like you said, that's the end game that you want to have happen. Right. So just keep being true to yourself with that part. There's a question for you right now. In times like this where there's such divide, what do you think makes – because there's divide everywhere. And right now, small business owners have to be the best leaders they can ever be right now. I truly believe in navigating through a time like this. Mm-hmm. What, what makes a good leader right now? Is, is stay in the course. Figure out that plan that you put together years ago and, and act on it. Stick to the plan because it's there for a reason. The decisions you made years ago to maybe for a pandemic, you may have had this in place. Trust your decisions you made years ago 
and just just ride it out and, and hope that it, it it's all going to come out in the end. It's just a matter of how soon will it be back to normal and uh, what will be the new way of doing things. What's next in store for DMC Snow Removal? What's next is really just I want to get a really, really good, solid core of clients. I want to get away from some of the smaller type um, properties that may not bring in the revenue that you may need or expect, but we want to really just get a core uh, pool of clients that we could just manage and, and be with them for years and years and years. You have a very high customer retention rate, right? I right. mean, that's, we talked about that. It's 90-some percent year after year. Yes. And that's due because you truly believe in customer service. If someone texts you, emails you, you're getting back to them right away. You're not making them wait. Right away. talk about your customer service and why you're such a big believer in it? Well, customer service, especially in the snow industry, is very important because everything in a client's eyes is an emergency. A customer comes and says, hey, it's a little slippery in the parking lot. They're immediately calling. It's slippery in the parking lot. What are we going to do? you got to get out of here right now. And if you don't answer that call or you don't respond to that email immediately, they're freaking out, they're calling someone else, they're just going nuts because it's an emergency. And we get it. It's an emergency in, in their life, it's an emergency in our life, and we know what could happen if we don't act and don't get there quickly. So we want to keep the customers at ease to say, if you text me, you call me 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm in the office. It's snowing out, I'm in the office, I can answer the phone. And we're going to talk and we're going to tell you exactly what's going on. We're going to follow up with you, driver's on his way, the driver's completed, here's some photos, whatever it may be, to put that customer at ease. And the more you do that, the less they call because they know you got it. The customer says it's slippery outside. Yeah, last week, the same thing, but they showed up five minutes later. I trust DMC is going to come out and, and service our property and keep our customers happy. Well, you heard it from Dave. He's moving his business forward. He's doing a lot of cool stuff, digital marketing, working on his business, building his brand, making sure he's growing. 23 years. Congratulations on all your success. And thank, thank you. you so much for coming in today, Dan. I appreciate it, David. Thank you.